104.5 The Zone. We it's are. Wednesday. We live. We live, baby. We live. It's Wednesday. I'm Dawn Davenport, the mayor, Brent Doherty. Doherty? Doherty? Doherty. Why does everybody... Be, you've worked with him for like half the time <laughs> Joe's been on. I never I say his Daughtery. last name. I like to call him Doherty. Brent Doherty. Our daughter. You is this what? why we call him the mayor? Yeah, this is why we call him the mayor. He ain't here, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it He's off. Matter. Yeah. Yes, mayor's off. Joe hung behind the glass. You heard him. Uh, but this dude's here. He's never off. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. 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 Run slay. I had no clue if I'd hit the button or if you were doing it because it sounded the exact exactly. same. Yeah. I had no clue which one was first. That is yeah. Nails it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 615-737-1045. You can reach us or you can watch us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And Twitch. Yes. And Twitch, Twitch, please. That's the only one I really know. Uh, yes. And to the person that said my hair looked good today on Zone TV, I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Although I did have a little uh, mental issue with it because I, I just got my hair cut today. Yes, <laughs> of course girl, you did. We all noticed. I, I know because it's actually fixed. Yeah. 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 It looks lovely every yes, day. Yes. Yes. Thank lovely you. Lovely every day. It just reminded me that when I fix it myself, it does not warrant a comment of hair looking good. But when I get it done, I appreciate you noticing, uh-huh. dear viewer. <laughs> dear viewer. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. We've talked a lot about just college coaching carousel, and we're mm-hmm. going to get uh, Dan Wetzel on uh, here in about 15 minutes to talk about that, talk about all the craziness that's going on in college football and what could still be to come um also we'll talk to him about i don't know the uh college football playoff i know what brett mcmurphy is this the real brett mcmurphy account because yes it is the real brett mcmurphy there's a check mark yes yes anyway the brett mcmurphy account uh tweeted about the college football playoff committee agreeing that they need to expand and that that will include first-round games on sites for schools, which would be really fun, by mm-hmm. the way, and great atmospheres, huh? It would be phenomenal. Yes. Um, look forward but, to seeing Tennessee in there. Yeah. Apparently, they're, they're struggling to uh, decide or, I guess, agree on if the Power Five conferences should get automatic bids or not. Right. Like, who gets the automatic bids? Who are the at-large? Do you want to make it all at-large? I mean. Because people do forget that now there are no automatic bids. No, right. it's not. There, there are no, no automatic bids. I now, mean, there might as well be an automatic SEC bid, but, but you're yeah, right. Pretty, pretty much. But people forget also the SEC got two in a few years ago, 2016, and but the ACC got two teams in last year. And people forget that part because the ACC is so bad. Well, and because one of them was Notre Dame. Was it Clemson? Or it was Notre Dame, though. That it's Clemson count. Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, it doesn't Dame, count. Yeah. You don't count. That doesn't get to count. It yeah. does count. No, it doesn't. They were in the conference. They played the ACC championship oh, give game. give me a break. That doesn't count. <laughs> Not really. Well, we really get to see now. Will LSU do it? Will LSU replace Notre Dame for the greatness? That, the, the great run that it's been on outside of the na- national championship run for LSU, will it be replaced now that Brian Kelly is gone? And he's in LSU. You Does know, Notre Dame just float off into the distance. 
No. I oh, think okay. it, it was interesting because I listened to their athletic director, Jack Swarbrick, who uh, talked about it a little bit and said, you know, this – they're not concerned. There's no rush to fill this job. Yeah. You know, like there was back when they hired Brian Kelly 12 years ago, but because the program was in a place where it was broken 12 years ago, you know, like they, they were in a bad place. They needed the right hire, a great hire at that point. This yeah. program is in a different place now. Yeah. And, and full transparency, I am I am married to an, an IU guy. Mm-hmm who grew up going to Notre Dame games. So his entire family is like diehard, grown up Notre Dame fans. They are grew South up Bend. 15 minutes away from South Bend, right? Like this, they are Notre Dame. And my phone is like blowing up. Like, well, what, why, why would he leave? Why? In the world? Why would anybody leave Notre Dame? It's 12 years. You, mm-hmm. you have a chance to be in the college football playoff for three of the last four years. Look at what you're doing. Why would you ever leave? You know, yeah. and the fact but, that you're going from blue bloods to blue bloods, which normally does not happen. <laughs> normally you're moving up like Luke fickle. Yeah. And it doesn't happen we, we never see it happen. Not very Winning often. coach least, in Notre so. Dame history too. Yeah. And, um, Anyway, so the athletic director are basically pointing out, and he's right, that this this program is in such a good position, you know, as, as opposed to where they were 12 years ago. Now, the whole non-conference thing, and, and where does that come back to bite you? Does the college football playoff expansion help you there? Probably. Yeah, because you're not getting rid of your NBC deal. No, right. and you're not, then you're not knocked for not winning a conference title if the college football playoff is expanded, which we know it's expanded. It's going to be expanded. The next time they meet, by the way, is January. Now, the the question is going to be, is it, if it expands, in the, if they do make it auto, autofy, or automatic qualifiers, if those are, say, five power fives and your sixth, which would be a group of five, and you only have two automatic bids, is that enough for Notre Dame to say, all right, no, we're still good if, if they only go to eight teams? Right, because then you're looking at your second SEC, well, possibly third SEC team. Mm-hmm. Okay, I won't go there yet. But but anyway, I mean, there's a lot. Anyway, so the, the Notre Dame AD also had said, which I thought this part was interesting when he talked about it, he wasn't surprised by Brian Kelly's move mm-hmm. because he said he felt like there was a restlessness there. And that there were a couple of Freudian slips there, like uh, in the last you know year or so, that where he felt like maybe Kelly would be open to a different opportunity somewhere or something. So very interesting. There you go. That's where we are on that. And Dan Wetzel will address it. Also, our yeah. curling guys. Yeah. That we've talked about. Do we have that from Wetzel? Do we have the curl? Yo, Honk, I'll talk to you in the break. We'll see if we still have it. But uh, <clears throat> Olympic curling. They're back. Yeah. They're back. <laughs> we'll talk to Dan Wetzel about it coming up at 520. This is 3HL 1045 The Zone. Welcome back, 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Don Davenport alongside Ron Slay. Mm-hmm. Joe Hunk picking the music, so if you don't like it, yell at him. <laughs> at Joe Hunk. I've actually been a big fan of his choices yeah, today. Been, been, he's that. been on it today. Yes. Please, Coach Mack, too. 
All right, it has been a crazy couple of days in the college football world, and we are, what, two weeks away from the early signing period, which is exactly why it's been a crazy couple of days in the college football world. Um, But I I do know, before we get to our our next guest, Dan Wetzel, Slay, Josh Heibel seems to be doing some work recruiting-wise with this early signing period coming up. Yeah, he's getting to it, and uh, I think Babs, the – Recruiting world is about to get even crazier with now a full year under the belt of the transfer portal and coaches knowing how to kind of attack it. Got guys flipping. um, Tennessee's 2022 class is up to number 24 in the nation. Um, Looks like it could be a strong finish for Coach Heupel. Got a guy at Mississippi State. um, Jordan Thomas decommitted from Mississippi State this afternoon, Mm -hmm. and the Vols target is set to visit Rocky Top this weekend for an official visit. So. It's going down, people. There it you is go. going down. It's going down for real. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going down. Dan Wetzel from yes. Yahoo Sports joins us. Always one of my favorite guests here on 3HL. Wetzel, how are you? Uh, I'm great. Thank you, Don. Hope everyone is well there. How crazy has the last couple of days been <laughs> for you, for college football, for coaches, for players? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's, look, this time of year is always uh, a little, you know, there's always the coaching carousel and there's always the playoff and who's going to get in and then there's, and, and the signing day when they move that up, which they never should have done, but we can get to that. Uh, so much happens, but what we never saw before was guys leaving one high major job for another high major job. Um, normally you get to one of these great places and a coach would stay as long as they possibly could and try to win national champions at their little fiefdom. And so you had these coaches that, you know, stayed for 20, 30, you know, Bear Bryant, Bobby Bowden, Bo, Woody, Tom Osborne, Joe Pa, these guys, you know, even a, even a Phil Fulmer, things like that. You stay as long as you can until you're fired or you get too old or there's some scandal or something. But, you didn't just sit there and say, hey, I think I'm going to jump over to this job. So when Lincoln Riley bails on Oklahoma, undoubtedly one of those spots that you don't leave and goes to USC, and then 24 hours later, Brian Kelly does the same thing from Notre Dame where no one leaves if they if they don't have to, um, and goes to LSU. These aren't college-to-pro jumps. This is college-to-college. College. That was brand new. And then having Kelly leave when his team still has a a a reasonable, I don't know what it would be, well, how you term it, but some kind of chance to still make a playoff and compete for a national title, that timing is absolutely crazy. I mean, how do you leave when you still have a chance? Uh, so those two things combined made it like a 24-hour period unlike anything else I've seen. So let me ask you this, which surprised you more? The Lincoln Riley departure or the Brian Kelly departure? Kelly because of the timing, but there had been a lot of buzz about Kelly. You know, what about USC? What he, he had kept saying, "Look, I'm too old now. I'm just going to stay here. This is it." And and their recruiting was really picking up. Like Notre Dame has done very very well the last couple of years. They've started to build enough talent where maybe they they can get into a playoff and compete a little better with Alabama or something like that. Um, 
So at his age, yeah, I didn't, I, you know, he, he, every time you talk to him, now this is where I'm going to retire. We're good. We got this set up. I'm going to enjoy this. I built it. Uh, so that was surprising. And then just the idea, like, would you, I mean, again, like, all they need to have happen this weekend is Georgia beat Alabama by, like, a touchdown and either Michigan lose, Cincinnati lose, or Oklahoma State lose, all three of whom could lose without being some big shock upset. Right. And Notre Dame is in the playoff. Oh. Like, that's basically – like, they okay, are they – would they be the favorite to win the national title in the playoff? No. But it's a four-team playoff. All you do is win two games. They have a chance. So a coach leaving like that is just crazy. That one would surprise – that surprised me the most. Lincoln Riley, I thought, would go to the NFL, not USC. That one just kind of came out of out of left field. Or, well, there was – you know, after after he shot down the LSU rumors, that that was <laughs> a surprise. But, uh, they're both just surprises. <laughs> but the Kelly timing to me is, is – uh, it's just crazy. Um, the – well, and you talk about the college football playoff, then the rankings come out and the committee basically says that the fact that Notre Dame does not have their head coach that started the season with them actually will play into their decision after this week and on it where Notre Dame sits, which is just absurd to me and completely not fair. Am I off base there? No, well, I mean, you feel bad for the Notre Dame players. They didn't do anything. They didn't quit. Their coach quit. Um, but I, don't, I mean, they found I, out in a text message with the yeah, 7 a.m. Right. meeting call. I'll be to see you the next day, but here you go. <laughs> yeah, see, again, yeah, be there at 7. Like, can't we do this like 11.15, Coach? Like, right? I don't really want to get up that early. <laughs> you um, better have Starbucks waiting for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah where's the don't bring? you better bring donuts. You know you got the money. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you can afford it. The whole Dunkin' Donuts should show up. Um, the... The uh, the idea that you would essentially punish these players because there's no defense for this, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, well, you should have won by more. Okay, fine. We had some – this is a variable we have nothing to do with. But the other thing is you don't know. I just find it to be lo- in a logical manner. There is no way to know whether Notre Dame will play better, worse, or exactly the same without Brian Kelly. There's no way to know. You can guess it. You can say, hey, you lost a coach at Brian Kelly. You're not going to be as prepared for a playoff game. So, therefore, we don't want to let you in. But I could argue these guys are going to run through a wall. They have the greatest motivation I've ever heard of. Like that old nobody believes in us, which is basically what every coach and every player thinks (laughs) to motivate themselves. They can literally be like, our own coach didn't believe in us. Nobody (laughs) believes us. They are out to prove they can play better. You don't know that, like, if they make Marcus Freeman the defensive coordinator, the interim coach, you don't know that he's not a better coach than Brian Kelly. Well, and apparently like, the players Gabo love Sweeney was a was better than Terry Bowden, and Ryan Day's done really well, and Lincoln Riley, you know, hit hit some gears that Bob Stoops couldn't, and Kirby Smart was never head coach until Georgia just hired him off a of staff. So you don't know. So how can you just play, you know, crystal ball and assume – they won't be as good. They might be better. You don't, you, why would you have a criteria where there's just it, it, something is completely unknowable? Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I, I read it, when this happened, I actually saw one of your tweets come across my timeline, and I had said the absolute opposite of what you tweeted, but uh, in talking about fit, um, because I said – 
oh, well, look at Brian Kelly. Like, he's not a good fit for LSU from a standpoint of just, like, cultural personality. And yeah. and I said that about uh, Aranda, too, because he's so quiet. You know, I was like, oh, he doesn't really fit that program. I said it about Joe Moorhead at Mississippi State. He certainly wasn't the right fit. Um, we talked about Texas Tech, and, and I felt like that coach wasn't a good fit there. So that's what I had said about Brian Kelly. And then your tweet pops across my timeline where you're like, oh, yeah, talk of cultural fit. That's that's immaterial. And I was like, oh, you're probably right, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> if you can win, if you can win, you fit the culture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what culture that is. Winning could, makes it like, fit. What's that? I said winning Will makes make it, it all fit. fit. <laughs> winning makes it all fit. Look, Coach O was the perfect cultural fit at LSU, and they couldn't wait to fire the guy. Yeah. Um, they fired him a season and a half after. Does it help if you fit in? Sure. But Les Miles is from Ohio, and and, and guys are from, different people. Are, are You know, Nick Saban is, you know, from kind of rural West Virginia. I mean, he, it's sort of south. But the way he grew up, like Croatian immigrant family, and the back of those days, that, that's more like Pittsburgh steel town stuff. Like, he, you know, I, what is Urban Meyer, you know? Uh, where does he fit? I, I, I don't think that – like, Brian Kelly's not going to be out of the town hanging out with people. These guys are working their little you – to, you go to these facilities every week, Don. I mean, they just sit in there all the time. They don't – they're not out. And he's going to recruit – he's recruited everywhere in the country. Um, can he relate to the, to the players in the South? I would think so. If that doesn't work, then, yeah, maybe it is fit and you can't recruit. But this is a really good coach, and if he wins – no one's going to really care. Lincoln Riley doesn't fit in L.A. You know, he's from, whatever, Mule Shoot, Texas, West Texas. But <laughs> if he's winning, he'll fit. Um, I just think, like, put it this way, like, co- players want – this is something about everybody. And Larry Brown told me this once, the basketball coach, because mm-hmm. he's, he's like, I don't understand player coach. You got Everyone's got a boss, or everyone's had a boss in their life at some point. Do you want your boss to be just like you and like the same music as you and eat at the same restaurant as you and be, be you know, have all this in common? Or do you want your boss to be, know exactly what he or she's doing, put you in a great place to succeed, have great confidence in you, and be super organized for, for whatever business you're in? And that person may be the polar opposite of whatever you are. Which one would you choose? See. You want the person that's competent. So, and and I agree. It's like I, I don't need my boss. I don't need my head coach to be just like me. I just want that person to put me in the right spot to win. Bill Belichick, he doesn't fit into anything, but man, he wins. So I don't even know what Bill Belichick is. <laughs> I, I don't think nobody, nobody knows does. who he is. But <laughs> and that's he great. Has no personality, and everyone, and you know what? They win. Is he, does, he, does Bill Belichick and Mac Jones have a lot in common? Probably not. <laughs> Probably but. not. <laughs> hey, man, we got Dan Wilson along with us right now with Yahoo Sports. Dan, this this has been a conversation between me and Don today and, and the listeners. Um, what do you commit to now with this coaching carousel and with the transfer portal the way it is where college college sports and sports in general has evolved to being able to bounce away and go go away from everything that co- college is really supposed to be. And I think you just hit it on the head. I'm more on the side of 
man, is it – so the question was, do you commit to the university or do you commit to the coach to play for? And I think you just answered. I'm, I'm more of a type – if you come in my, my living room and you recruit my guy, recruit my son, recruit me, myself – just keep it 100 with me. Let me know when I'm walking into. If we're walking in, this is a business relationship. Something comes along better. Greener pastures for you, that's cool. Just like me, if it comes my sophomore year and I can leave, I'm gone. Like, let's be up front with this. So, therefore, we know what we're getting into when we go into this. Not, don't, you ain't got to preach to me family and, man, the culture here is beautiful. I don't need that to win. If we winning, it's a bigger goal. How do you do that as a recruiter now? Like, what do you, what do you pitch? What side are you on? I mean, look, I think that you get two different types of, of pitches, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. going to be kids. Uh, you take, like, you were talking about uh, Heupel's recruiting to Tennessee, right? There's kids right. that are going to sit there and say, you know what? I grew up a Tennessee fan. I'm from Tennessee. All I want to do is go play at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I love the university. I want to study there. I want to – this is where my friends are going. All of that, right? They're all in on it. And you're going to have a mix of kids that are like, all right, you need a wide receiver. I can be that. I can be that person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have people at, and and they may sit there, or even at a smaller school, right? Say you're going to wherever, somewhere in the Sun Belt, and you get an opportunity. And some kids are going to say, hey, you know what? I got a chance to play at whatever uh, West Western Kentucky, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be loyal to them and stay, even though I'm now I had a great season. And other people are going to say, I got to use this as a step and so to jump. I just think it's, you can't just do one way. Right. And the coaches, there's no loyalty from the coaches. There's no loyalty to the schools. The schools will fire you so mm-hmm. quick. I mean, you know, should these guys jump like this? I, I, again, I'm puzzled by Brian Kelly leaving when you still have a chance to win a national championship. But whatever. Um, that's what they want to do. They can leave. But at the same time, what are these schools offering? I mean, Ogeron gets fired a season and a half after winning the title. Uh, right. Dan Mullen had one bad season. Right. Fired. Uh, Jimmy Lake up at Washington coached 13 games and was fired. Never even got to coach against Washington State, their arch rival. Because um, one year got canceled on COVID, the next year got fired in the middle of the season. Like, there is no loyalty any which way. This is straight business unless you don't want it to be. And some people will sit there and say, hey, I, I won't play at Tennessee. I won't play at Notre Dame. I mean, these schools are incredible places all over the country. Mm-hmm. And some of the people are going to want that, and others are going to be like, hey, this is every year. It's a one-year deal, and uh, maybe I stay four or five years. Maybe I stay one, and I bounce. But I, you better know that about your head coach, and you really better know about your coordinators. Yeah. Which brings up an interesting conversation, too, with Harbaugh. Because this time last year, wasn't it this time last year? We're sitting here talking about every fire, all the alum. Get rid of him. Yeah, fire. gotta go. He gone. Yep. And look where they are now. Yep. Michigan took. A, Michigan has a little different. They operate a little different. It's one of the reasons Michigan doesn't win national titles. Like they're, fo- they're, they're the idea that Michigan has ever been this superpower in football is like folklore. It, you check the <laughs> records. Bo Schembechler never won a national. They won. They've won one national title. They had Charles Woodson. Yeah. Uh, they win the national title or half of it in like 97 or 98, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. That's the only title they've won since the 40s. Like they're, <laughs> they're a good, very, very good program with tons of fans and credible academic school. And it's a great place to watch a game. And it's great to go play football there and all of that. But they're not cutthroat where they're like, we have to win the title every year. 
So, you know, they gave – they sat there with Harbaugh and said, look, this is an alum. This is a guy who's a great player for us. We think he's still a good coach. He had a bad year. We're not going to just – we're not just going to uh, overreact because you can't beat Ohio State. Almost no one can beat Ohio State. So they were patient, and it's paying you know, they're paying off. And at the same time, Harbaugh, he's an interesting guy. Like, he's definitely different, but he also got – his pay got cut from $8 million a year to $4 million. And he was like, that's cool. His line is, you can only eat one steak, so what do I need the $8 million for? Yeah. <laughs> so he's happily coaching for half the money. Yeah. Like, and now he got, he got all these bonuses. He's getting all these bonuses. Like if he wins this weekend, he could make another million and a half dollars in bonuses. He's giving all his bonus money to the athletic department to pay back salary on every person who worked in the athletic department that take like a COVID um, pay cut, right? So if you're the administrative assistant, you had your pay cut 20%. That money, you're going to get it back courtesy. Like Harbaugh may donate $4 million in salary back this year because he doesn't care about the money. Guys are jumping to get nine, ten million dollars a year. He's making four, and he doesn't care. He's a, he's a, he's a very unusual guy. Michigan's a little bit of a different place, but right now he's got a hell of a team, and it's, everyone's happy. It's working out great. So sometimes patience and all that can be great. Um, I, I, I mean, ideally, people were would be choosing. Be, recruits would choose a college, not a team and a coach. And coaches would choose, I really want to coach at this place and I never want to leave. Unfortunately, that isn't how the business works right now. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to bemoan that it doesn't. But ideally, I think everyone would agree, yeah, it's better if you stay four years at a school and a coach stays 30. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Wetzel, I mean, we can't let you go without hitting on this because, honestly, I've been wanting to hear from you about this since uh, you tweeted about it and I found out about it. Our curling team is yeah. back from 2018. What? They're back? Like, they're, they didn't sign their deal with McDonald's for McFlurries and, like, right <laughs> off into the sunset? Team Schuster, they're back. <laughs> the Cinderella team. Of Korea, if you don't know the story, these guys, they lo- they lost four straight Olympics. They were so bad at the Olympics. They're, they're, they're our national champs. Yeah. Uh, it's a humble sport, curling. You can literally join a men's league that they compete in at the, at the Duluth Curling Club. Like, if you go to Duluth on Monday nights, you can take these guys on. And beat them. Not- yeah, and beat them. Sometimes we will beat them. But they do they do get their act together. They are the every men of all like one guy manages a liquor store. Like one remember one guy, uh all he wanted was Aaron Rodgers to tweet at him. That yes. was bigger than the gold and it was and Aaron Rodgers did to his credit. Um oh, wow. so they lost four straight Olympics. They they were terrible. US curling didn't want them to try last time. They wanted some new blood. But these guys refused. They won the, the won the American championship again, the trials. And then they got to the Olympics, they're getting killed, and then all of a sudden they got hot. And five days in a row they won, and they end up with a gold medal. It's, it's a wow. longer story, but one of the all-time great curling stories you'll ever hear. <laughs> and uh, instead of retiring on top, they're heading back to Beijing. They won it again. So the thing about curling is you keep doing it. You know, there's no like, it's not like Usain Bolt where you, the knees start to go. <laughs> you just you <laughs> keep yeah. going. 
Yeah, you can. Uh, the age, you don't age right? out, right? Early. No, this is gymnastics. Like, yeah, man, you're 22. What? Oh my <laughs> but, god. So they're back. I'm gonna I'm gonna provide updates for you guys. Yes. From Beijing. I go into Beijing and I'll be all over this curling. I promise. Oh, I yeah, we can't cannot wait. wait. Yeah, I'm telling more. you. More, we're we're gonna find that. Hunk is gonna find that, but we're gonna play the Dan Wetzel curling story again. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable and it's still my favorite ever on this show. Ever. It's my favorite story ever told. So Thanks, Wetzel. We always appreciate the time. If you want to hit him up, at Dan Wetzel on Twitter. Um, and, by the way, Epic Athletes, holiday gifts, right? Everybody Christmas can gift, get yeah. Those. Young yeah. reader. You got a young middle school reader, sports fan. There you go. Tom Brady, Simone, oh. LeBron. I mean, the names are ridiculous yeah. that you've put together. Patrick Mahomes. We got everybody. Yes, so go check it out. Dan, thanks so much. We always appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Always fun. All right, at Dan Wetzel on Twitter, Wetzel with Yahoo Sports. I have found it. You found the curling story? But it's eight minutes long. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to do it uh, a different day. Maybe yeah. we'll do it tomorrow. It's, I have found it. It is literally it's titled so, Wetzel on Curling. Yes, I mean, it's yeah. it's like iconic. Really? It's so good. I've, I haven't laughed that hard on this show, and there's some, there's some funny times in this show. I haven't laughed that hard ever. We'll relive it at some point. Anyway. Always good stuff from Dan Wetzel. Uh, God, time has flown today. Yes, we got to take a quick break, and then we'll wrap up this edition of 3HL. Coming up, stay with us. <laughs> this is good, hunk. By the way, I made sure to turn Zone TV on while you were dancing. Uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, taking your gum out. And taking bubble, my gum out. Bubble, double, double, bubble. So the double bubble tub it's in the kitchen there. is still there. Still I cannot it. believe it's still there, so I'm still attacking it. <laughs> and about an hour ago, <laughs> I was like, Slay, my jaws hurt so bad Yeah. because I'll put in a piece during the break. And then chew it and then, like, get rid of it. And then I'll put another piece in during the break. He's like, you have to stop. Like, yeah, you're out of, <laughs> Babs, you have reached a level of being out of control. That's what, that's what you are. Stop <laughs> chewing that gum. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Phenomenal show today, Babs. Yes. Great Good show stuff. today. Mm-hmm. Test We're a holding lot of topics. it down without our fearless leader. Hey, you're all, and in a bye week. And in a bye week. And Oof. no Tennessee football. But. Yeah. Tennessee basketball did win last night, spanked Presbyterian, as they should have. Well, I was like, oh, we can talk Tennessee basketball, no, but, like, know. what? They should have spanked him. They better yeah. have spanked him. How, how are you guys enjoying Justin Powell? Love him. Okay. Um, yesterday true. went five for five from the three. Um, So, playing his role, I think, may have to settle in and play a little bit more defense to give him uh, a lot more minutes. But Victor Bailey Jr. came out of his shooting slump, uh, lit it up. Lit it up from three. Kennedy Chandler was who he is. Santi was who he is. Olivier Kamwa. Everybody, Santi. everybody played well. Everybody played well. So Santi, Santi, yeah, Santi Vesco- is Vescovi. That- this is what they Vescovi. Vescovi. Yeah. You know what's sad is since that moment where the pronunciation was talked about, I've heard it more ways okay. than probably what it so should be. Yeah, I, so it I, changes like every time somebody says it. Dude, I was listening to Bob Kessling, who I know will get it right, and he was saying Vescovi. 
And then he even started saying Vescovi. Yes. Vescovi. Like, Vescovi. Because he used to say Vescovi. Exactly. You know what Until I'm this whole thing became right. a thing. And it's like he's trying to say it even more to get used to saying it. Ugh. Like, just don't do that, Bob. Vescovi, getting some Gatorade yeah, on the like, bench. Can just be Vescovi? Yeah, we man. just call him Vescovi and care. call it's it a Santi. day? You got a this a, I blame, I blame, what's his name? Um, 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 we don't even know. Dick, um, uh, um, not Dickie V. Um, um. Oh, it was the guy that was that was yeah, doing the basketball game. Franchella, Fran, 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 Franchella, Franchella, Franchella. Yeah, for the Tennessee, the idiots in Tennessee yeah, that you know wanted to yes. that are tweeting us. We blame us. him. Yeah. It's yes, all exactly. his fault. Mm-hmm. Tennessee State University's game has been canceled because of COVID. So. Oh no! By the way, by we're them. seeing I think it was Georgia State. So, oh, Georgia State had some issues. We're seeing a little bit uh, across everywhere uh, mm-hmm. some COVID issues, basketball wise, and. Um, yep. In the NFL a little bit NBA. as well. Yes, NBA. Because of COVID. He's just got put on the COVID list. Uh, what did AB, our guy AB at uh, Sportsline tweeted, almost at 20 players across the lead, clipped mm-hmm. with the NFL conducting extra COVID tests after Thanksgiving. Be careful betting this week. Yes. Yes. Because what happened is. Time might be your friend. Mm-hmm. I am waiting. Yeah, because what happened is going into Thanksgiving holiday, they went back to the old rules of everybody's in masks, everybody is getting tested every single day, and that's the reason why you're seeing this. Yeah, you so go. you're seeing players popped a little bit. Um, and go. so, which it's funny because normally, you know, we talk to Todd Furman, we talk to Alan Bell, and it's normally jump in early. Mm-hmm. You know, find, you can find value in some of the early lines. Right. Get it while it's, you know, get it while it's hot. Yeah. And all of that, but maybe this week, don't do that. <laughs> Please don't, don't do that. that. Wait and see. <laughs> Titans by week. Yep. We are back tomorrow. Maybe we'll uh, jump into some Ryan Tannehill talk. It seems to be igniting everybody. I thought Coach Mack had some good things to say yep. about Ryan Tannehill. If you missed it, go check out the podcast, yep. 1045thezone.com. Find it a bunch of places. Listen to what he had to say. And maybe we'll jump into that conversation a little bit with you guys tomorrow. It'll be fun. Be sure to take um, take a listen. After party. After party coming up next, right, huh? Oh, that's that's right. right. And tomorrow you guys are going to be out at uh, T-Mobile. Oh, that's right. We'll be live. T-Mobile out in Green Hills. Right across from the Green Green Hills Mall. There you go. You can come say hi. You can go get some shopping done. Maybe get, get a new phone for somebody. Buy me a new phone. You do need an iPhone. Team Galaxy. You do. New so Galaxy. I can stop getting your stupid green. So I can text. actually, when I heart something, it just heart pops up instead of saying, Joe Hunk hearted this. Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm to go into detail. Maybe we should get him one for Christmas. We'll talk about it. All right, 3HL is out. See you tomorrow.